are five games into the 2021 NFL season, and what do we see? Could it be a changing of the guard? In the AFC, Kansas City falls to two and three. Are the Chargers and Bills going to take over in the AFC? What about the NFC? It still looks like Brady and Rodgers dueling it out. Could they be back in the championship game again? Or is Baby Yoda and the Cardinals, the only undefeated team left, going to crash the NFC party? Welcome to the October 13th Father, Son, and Holy Sport weekly podcast. I'm G-Man from Columbus, Ohio. That's my man T-Money back up there in the treetops of san francisco (laughs) team money what's up man what's going on g now there's not many trees around me but you know the golden (laughs) gate and the redwoods aren't too far aren't too far but man it's good to be back the fresh air the 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 ocean air blowing against my face you know it's just great stuff so pumped to be back and the niners are on a roll the Bengals will hurt my heart this weekend with twenty thousand missed field goals but i'm okay i'm okay i'm ready to talk about it Bengals are playing well. Bengals are okay. Uh, hey, man, hey, it's going to be a jam-packed show for all you fans out there. You get to hear T-Money do all of his stuff that he usually does and entertains us. Hey, we're going to get him on Trivia of the Week where we all try to stump T-Money. Here's our question this week, T-Money. When We always try to do college football because we spend so much time on NFL. I try to do college football on the Trivia of the Week. Here's the question, Georgia is ranked number one in both major polls for the first time since 2008. Who won the SEC East in 2018, Money? And who was the quarterback of that team? Oh, my gosh. Last time, Georgia was number one in both polls, 2008. Who was who won the SEC East in 2008? Who was the quarterback, Team Money? Hey, we got some big picks again for y'all this week. We delivered for you. G-Man is on a streak 4-0 and oh on uh, Picks of the Week for the past two weeks. And all you fantasy managers, have you checked out our new special 15-minute fantasy football show team money went two for one last week on his cold picks trying to help you with your bench plays man look for our fantasy show on all the sites we're going to help you win your league we also have the t ross chug and chant coming to you live in its own separate five minute podcast this week t money's going to bring it to you talk a little about the afc contenders hey y'all if you like what you're seeing every week press the like and subscribe We're on YouTube, Spotify, all the major uh, platforms. Look for our name at Father, Son, and Holy Sport. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to click that like and subscribe button. And let's get into the Ross rundown here. G-Man, we had a big one this weekend on Monday Night Football. The Ravens came back down 18 and beat the Colts in overtime. What were your thoughts Ah. on that? And uh, You know, a crazy one. Are the Ravens Super Bowl contenders now after this? Where do they stand in your eyes? Oh, man, they should have lost that game. The Colts just don't know how to close. That's what the coach told them. They got to learn how to finish games. Colts should have won that game, man. I agree. But, yes, the Ravens are contenders. And you know why? Because Lamar Jackson is special, man. Everybody counted him out as a quarterback when he came out of Louisville into the pros. As long as he's healthy, those guys are in the contention. Yes, they've got a great D, but it's really Lamar, man, facing all those injuries. Man, those, those running backs linemen they've had injuries and they've still have come through there's they're now ranked 
third in terms of ASC championship odds, chance to win the championship behind the two teams that faced off, the Bills and the Chiefs. Yeah, I, I like them as Super Bowl contenders, man, because when they're on, they can beat anyone. Lamar Jackson is special. You said it right. First quarterback in NFL history to throw 40 passes and have over 80% completion percentage. That's the first okay. NFL quarterback to do that, and that's been done over 4,000 times. So let's just put that in context. Lamar Jackson coming along as a passer this year, averaging more pass yards through the air than Patrick Mahomes is right now. This guy is a passing machine this year. Love what he's doing. I, I really like the Ravens this year. Well, the, uh, the Ravens have already beaten the Chiefs, and when they knock yeah. off the Chargers this Sunday, there'll be no doubt that they are one of the favorites there, my man. Hey, let me go on to a question for you. What do you think, man, about looking at the AFC with the Bengals in there fighting the Browns and Steelers? It, was, it used to be a Browns-Steelers fight, and now the Bengals are getting into the hunt and the Ravens in that, that division. What do you think about the Bengals, man? Can they challenge? Are they legit in that division? This is kind of a two-part question to me. It's kind of a yes and a no. And no, I already look, asked you the question. It was one I'm a, part. I'm a Bengals guy. Let me give a G-Man question here, okay? Let me give a G-Man answer, I mean. Oh, yeah, you want That's a G-Man. You want a two-part answer. answer. <laughs> no, I, I'm going to stand right on the middle of the fence. That's what I'm going to do. Look, oh, no, look, no. I do not do that. This team I love, okay? Joey B, I love. Zach Taylor's a bad coach. Zach Taylor's a bad coach. And Mike Brown's probably the worst owner in the NFL. <laughs> Well, that's right. not so standing on the middle of the fence. <laughs> it's, it's, it's difficult right now because I like the Bengals players. They're, they're legit. And yes, the Bengals as a team, no. They're never going to win a championship with Zach Taylor and Mike Brown in that organization. The players can be as good as they want, but that ownership will never back them, and their head coach isn't good enough right now. So I love Joey B. He is a murderer out on that field, man. He is the new spirit of this team. He can put it on the back. He is legit. Yeah. The Bengals are no contender. They're not legit. They're lucky to make the playoffs in the next five years, and that's sad. Okay. Well, what are your thoughts? Well, hey, my thoughts, hey, man, they're getting better. <laughs> No, I thought we. I thought you had some for me, hey man. I, I love the Bengals. I love Joey B. You know that they needed to beat the Packers last week. They had the Packers against the wall. Their kicker let them down twice, man. They should have won that game against the Packers, and it'd be a totally different discussion. I agree. I agree. I mean, both kickers missed the chance to win that game. It was really anyone's. But if that shows anything, that sh the Bengals were in this game with the Packers. So that's how good these players are, man. But. Once again, never going to do anything with Mike Brown as the owner, and Zach Taylor needs to be replaced by someone more experienced. But let's dive in to another yeah. team that's in quarterback yeah. disarray, unlike the Bengals, who's got one forever. The Seahawks have been all over the map recently. And, you know, they're up and down. They're in the Super Bowl. They're not. Russell Wilson wants out, then he doesn't. Pete Carroll, you never know where he stands. They're kind of crazy right now. I mean, yeah. it, now Russell Wilson's hurt for the first time in his career. What's next for the Seahawks here, Gare? Well, they were in trouble before Russell got hurt. So it's not just on Geno Smith's uh, shoulders. It's not just Russell. Do you know their defense is ranked dead last in opponent yards per game? 32 out of 32 teams. They give up 450 yards per game. Buffalo and Carolina, who are in first average, 250 yards a game. 
200 yards more per game they give up on their defense. They've got other issues, man. They got to, I mean, Geno can try to fill it in and try to outscore people like Russ did, but they got to fix that defense, man. Yeah, that's crazy. Russell Wilson had the best passer rating in the NFL, but still couldn't win games because his defense was so bad. I think this franchise needs a full reboot. I really do. I think a Hall of Fame quarterback in Russell Wilson is keeping this franchise afloat. Pete Carroll is clearly done. He's done. He's lost his touch. He's lost his eye for college talent. He's just, he's supposed to be a defensive guru and they're horrible and gotten worse, worse every year since the Legion of Boom. I think they got to get rid of Pete Carroll and they got to trade Russell Wilson for a bunch of assets, assets so that they can flip this team around quick. Russ wants out, let him out. I think they need a complete restart here. They're not going anywhere other than the first round of the playoffs and a loss. Cause this team is not good enough. They're just being carried by a hall of fame quarterback. Hey man, I love Pete Carroll's haircut, the way he struts around the sideline. I want to be like that when I'm his age, man. The guy is so cool. He's so Cali, man. The guy just knows how to hang out with people and have fun. That's what I want to be like when I'm 75, man. Hey, how about another question for you? I want to ask you about MVP and TB12. Hey, what do you think? Can Tom Brady win another MVP? He's off and running. I hate this question. You know, I'm a Tom Brady fan. But I'm kind of getting sick of it here because the answer is yes. And I don't know how the hell he's doing this. I'm ready for the next generation to take over and some NFL football. And this guy won't let go. He's going for MVP number four here. He's got the yeah. fifth best chance, the fifth, fifth best odds right now, uh, according to Las Vegas. So, yeah, he can if you're going to throw five touchdowns versus a team and just he is the most passing yards in the NFL right now. It's uh, it's insane. I don't know how he's doing it. So the answer is yes, but he's still only beating up on really bad teams. I mean, if you're barely losing to or barely beating New England and struggling versus Jacksonville, like these are things that like I don't know if, you know, that that can be great if you're going to be in the MVP conversation. But right now, yes, he's in it, and he can do it again. Uh, they beat the Patriots, they beat the Dolphins, they beat the Falcons, they beat the Cowboys. Those are their wins. So, yeah, hey, they haven't man, beaten I, anyone. Yeah, I think yeah, I think he can win it too. You know that. I, I, I still see them coming out of that NFC. I still see him as the NE, NFC winners. Uh, so he's going to be right no, in there I don't, uh, in this thing. I don't think so. I think there may be the third best team, but that's fine. We'll see. But yeah, the one I I wanted to circle back to, you know, our boys in Ohio up north, the Browns took a tough loss versus the Chargers this week. Just, you know, both teams scoring over 40 points. It looked like the Browns were going to win this thing. Then they pull the guy into the end zone, hoping that they get to go down and score another touchdown. But what were your thoughts on this? Was this a bad loss for the Browns? Was it a, a good loss? What were your takeaways? Yes, it's a bad loss because Arizona's going to come in this weekend and knock them off. They're going to go to three and three and be behind Cincinnati. That's why it's going to be a bad loss. Okay. They're three and two. Overall, I'm just kidding. I think they're fine. They've lost to the Chiefs and the Chargers. They're three and two. Yeah. Okay. They are going to lose this weekend, but they, that, that's three tough losses right there. But everything's out in front of them. They play all of those teams in their division two times. They play the Ravens twice, Steelers twice. They play the Bengals twice. They got to win those games. Everything's out in front of them. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think it was a bad loss. 
mainly because the Chargers might they once again they they fumble in the second half here. They let Justin Herbert go for well, I think it was three straight touchdowns, four straight scores in the in, in the second half or, or in the fourth quarter, mind you. I'm sorry. Right now, the Browns and Baker Mayfield are six for 32 when they pass on third down. Six for 32 when they pass on third down. That's 31st in the NFL. And if you think you're going to go into tough games or playoff atmospheres and you're going to be the 31st best team at throwing on third down, you have another thing coming right now. Baker Mayfield is not having a good season. It might look like they did a great job putting up 40 points, but it didn't look great when your head coach doesn't trust you to throw the ball on third and 10. You run a draw play with the game in hand. I don't know. I'm just losing faith in Baker Baker Mayfield right now. I'm not sure what to do. Yeah. Well, they don't really have that go-to receiver either, man. Odell Beckham was supposed to be that guy. They don't really have that that stud receiver like a lot of these other clubs have. I think Jarvis and Odell are pretty, pretty solid. A lot of teams would hope for that. Odell can be a go-to if they have Jarvis on the field with him. Well, Jarvis isn't on the field. He's, he'll be back. He's not on the field, but hey, man, let's move on to the Ross v. Ross. Let's see what you got, man. See if you got your A game for G-Man, the man with the Arizona Zoom background here tonight. Hey, man, you know who's undefeated? All right, let's go to the Ross v. Ross. T-Money, who's the best fit for the Raiders head coach to replace John Gruden, man? What do you think? So my biggest thing is, you know, I'm thinking about the Raiders as a whole and what they need most. And I think that is someone that can bring stability and experience to that organization. And maybe a championship reputation, repertoire, experience at that as well. And I'm going to go off the beaten path. I don't think he's even on the Vegas board right now. Huh? Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson, the ex Philadelphia Eagles head coach. Yeah, I've he's seen that sick. name surface. I've seen that name. Let's put the break, Scary. First one coming for me. I'm this is breaking news over I, here. Okay? I've seen that. I've seen that list. Okay, man. well, go to the Vegas <laughs> odds and tell me how far. Go to the Vegas odd list right now and tell me how far down he is because he he's was probably twentieth. Yeah, so I don't, he's way okay? down. So he's don't tell down. me you've heard this. Okay? No, no, this I'm, is, I'm on this, this man. Breaking news. I got my own list, man. I got my own list. This is breaking news. Okay. This man has stability, has experience. He's been a head coach, which a lot of the favorites have not. And I don't think that's a good thing for the Raiders. He's won a Super Bowl. And mind you, that was with Nick Foles, who is definitely less talented than Derek Carr. He wasn't really fired. He was more in a disagreement about management styles and team management styles with the GM and ownership. I think the Raiders could really use someone like Doug Peterson. He's fiery. He'd bring experience. I love him actually for this job. Yeah. Okay. I I don't mind him. He's got an offensive background. When I looked at my list, I wanted someone with an offensive background because I think that's what they need. They've got the defense. They need someone that can get that offense rolling, man. They got a lot of young players on the offense, the receivers. Yeah. Yeah, I think they get they need offensive help. That's where they need the help. That's why I'm looking for an offensive guy to take this team and take it to the next level. I think their issue is mainly offense. They can't keep up with the Chiefs and Chargers. They score too many points. And they're in that same division. And I think uh, if you look at yards per game. If you look at yards per game, the Raiders rank thirteenth in the NFL. Chargers are seventh, the Chiefs are fourth. 
the rate the Raiders defense ranks ranks way ahead of the Chargers and Chiefs defense so if they want to win that division they got to step up their offense I'm looking for an offensive guy and I got two guys at the top of my list that you've heard of Eric Bieniemy, Chiefs offensive coordinator he played in the NFL I the only question mark I have on him is why is he always turned down for jobs because he's interviewed for many, many head coaching jobs, and he never gets it. I don't know what is that, what there in his, is in his background or what's scaring people off, but he seems like he has the background. He, that would be a dent into Kansas City if they were to pull him out of there, so they would hurt their rival. Uh, it's so, true. Uh, Kansas City's ranked fourth in the NFL in yards per game. Uh, so I like uh, Biennemi as my number one choice, and of course, I have a second choice after I hear you rebuttal. Obviously. Obviously, you have a second choice. I just need to start bringing two answers to everything. So, <laughs> I don't know. My biggest thing with them right now is, yes, they could use offense. Yes, they could use defense. They could use everything, really. Like, the Chargers hired a defensive head coach and just allowed 40 points, and their offense scored 40, and they look better than they ever have. So, I just don't believe in this offensive coach versus defensive coach thing. I believe you hire the best guy available and the guy that you're – your team needs most. I just think you need stability and someone with experience with the Raiders right now. Someone that's not going to be a big splash and experiment. That's not what you need. The Raiders need someone to calm things down and bring in some championship mentality into there. Well, I bet you're leading into my, my second point, man. I think there's a lot of decisions that have been made above the level of the coach in terms of how they're going to run the organization. Because remember, Gruden came in and, was, and he ran, he, he was head of football operations which a lot of coaches are going for these days where they can take over not just the coaching job, but fo football operations. And Gruden went in and he got that package. Well, now what do you do? If you're the owner, they got a GM. You know, do they want a traditional coach that doesn't have that operations uh, role? Because they could go with someone a little more junior if they have you know, someone stronger up above them. So I think they got to look at the whole organization, how they're going to build this thing. Who's the president? Who's the GM? Are they keeping the guys above the coach? That's why I think there's not going to be a decision for a while. I think the guy that, because they got well, to yeah, they're going to wait till after the season. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't take that as a given. But oh, I'm yeah. saying that I think it's going to take a while, and that's why I think the lead candidate is the interim head coach, Rich Basaccia. He has the best chance of winning this job because it's not going to be filled for a while, as you said. If he comes in and goes 5-0 and the next five games, the guy's going to get the job. I hey, I agree with you there. If the guy comes in and is producing winning football, then, yeah, he's going to get he's hired. He's going to have a shot. So he's going to have a of shot. Of course, they're not going to hire anyone in the middle of the season. So that's for sure. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 There's I'm, your top candidate, Rich Basaccia. I also think the GM's got to go. He's been missing on everyone as of late. Ruggs has not produced. His other uh, starter or defensive guys he's drafted recently in the first round have not produced. I mean, Josh Jacobs is kind of a hit, but I feel like you could get his productivity from a lot of other running backs. I don't know. I just think flush the whole thing down the system and get rid of all the management there and restart. Okay. All right. Sounds good, man. Hey, let's go to our picks of the week. All right, we're, we're going to our lock pick of the week and then our dog lock. And starting off, GMA is now up to 83% accuracy against Killing the it. spread this year. Man, come on, y'all. What are you talking about? Let's go to the lock pick of the week. We've talked a little bit about this team. We're going up to Detroit. The Bengals are coming into Detroit. 
The Bengals, minus three and a half, lock pick of the week. Both teams are coming off a heartbreak, man. They both had their heart broken. All right. I think Burrow's going to be fine, as long as he's fine. Remember, we record on Tuesday and Wednesday, so we're a little bit early when we record. But assuming Joe Burrow's fine, they go in there, they rebound, and they take the victory and cover the three and a half. They're a better team. Joe Mixon's going to run like a wild man against this team. Jamar Chase deep. Jamar, baby! And I love Detroit's coach. I love him, man. But they're going to lose this one. Oh, yeah. Go Bengals. I'll go with you there. My pick of the week, though, I'm going Bills minus five versus the Titans. The Titans have lost to the Bears, the Jets. The Bills may be the best team in the league. The defense is definitely the best in the league right now. I think this could be a throttling. Okay. Well, the Titans are in the lead in their division. Could you believe that at three and two? Sad. That is crazy. Houston and Colts are one and four each, and the Jags are 0 and 5. What a division. The AFC South, man. Let's go to our dog lock. What dog is uh, going to potentially win their game? And I'm going to go to up to Cleveland Stadium, man. I'm going with the Cardinals to win that game. Wait, man. You're going to give the team that's undefeated three points against the team that's three and two? Come on, man. I'm going Cardinals plus three. All right. We'll see. This is a big one for the Cardinals. They really need this one. Hey, did My- you know the Cleveland's two and five against the spread in the last seven home games? Two and five against the spread, man. No, I that's didn't have stat time. for you. I didn't have time to look up the last seven games. So I guess that's, <laughs> I only looked up the last six. I guess I didn't read. <laughs> I'm going to go with the dog lock here. Chargers plus three and a half versus the Ravens. You kidding me? The Chargers. Yeah. I think yeah. the Chargers are the best team in the league. The Ravens are so, so yeah, they're four and one, but you know, they, they, barely beat the lions they beat the broncos like yeah they beat the chiefs but the colts aren't that great like let's pump the brakes chargers have beaten the browns the chiefs these guys are legit legit i love the chargers to win this game plus three and a half i'll take the spread and i think they could get the money line win as well yeah yeah you could be right there man that's going to be a great game those two all right let's move to the wound wise Trivia of the week brought to you by WoundWise IQ. It's a patented mobile imaging and analytics software app that's used by leading physicians and nurses caring for people with chronic and surgical wounds. Just download the app from the app store. You're ready to go. Learn more at WoundWiseIQ.com. Okay, T-Money, let's see if we can stump the man going to college football. Georgia is ranked number one. Can you believe it? Both major polls. First time since 2008, T-Money, who won the SEC East in 2008, and who was the quarterback? Tell me you're not making a reference to Urban Meyer's team with Florida and Tim Tebow at QB here. You are correct, (laughs) 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 T-Money. I didn't think I had that one. It just clicked right now when you said it again. Yes, you are, Tim Tebow. Uh, Georgia was undefeated early in the year. They were they were coming off a big streak the year before, but this 2008 year they started the season at the top and they were doing well. And then they came up against Florida and Tim Tebow, and they lose to Tebow. Tebow beat Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford was playing for Georgia. Now. He was a junior. Tebow beats him 49 to 10. 
Yeah. How the hell is Matthew Stafford in the NFL after that beaten? And Florida goes on. They beat Bama in the SEC championship game. So Florida wins the SEC East. Go and beat Bama in the SEC title game. Then they go beat Oklahoma to win it all. And Tebow's the MVP. So Crazy. 2008, man. Georgia. Uh, Georgia trying to win that East this year. They play Kentucky this weekend, man. Number 11, Kentucky. Kentucky's ranked 11th. So I big battle. I believe winner. this is the first time game day's ever gone back to a college campus for the first in one season. Okay. All right. Well, all right. So that's a that's the big game, man. That that battle of the SEC East, 3:30 p.m. Saturday. The winner has the inside shot of that SEC East. Other big games we got just for a little put a little college football out there. Number two, Iowa. Uh, they play at 3:30. They're favored by 12 at home against Purdue. What do you think on that one, man? Uh, I hope Iowa loses every game. They're the luckiest team in the nation. <laughs> and then we got number three, Cincinnati, who you're decorated with around your room there. So I'm going to guess here. Number three, Cincinnati, playing at noon, favored by 21 against UCF. Who do you like against the spread on that one? Oh, Cincinnati. Cover the 21. They'll win by 30. All right. Okay. All right. Hey, we hope you all love the show. You know that we love you. And if you do love it, press the like and subscribe. Look for us on all the platforms at Father, Son, and Holy Sport. Thank you to Unwise IQ for sponsoring our Trivia of the Week. If you're interested in being a sponsor or a guest on the show, let us know. You see how that rhymed a little bit? Oh, hey, yeah. next week, week seven of the NFL, we'll get you ready. Let's go, baby, T-Money. First game Sunday morning, 6.30 a.m. from London, England again. Oh, man, that's a tough one for me here on the West Coast, but I love waking up the game, so it's going to be awesome. All right, get your coffee going. All right, see you.